Welcome, everybody, to Football Talk with Freddie, the number one podcast for football. Today, it is Wednesday, August 25th, and today we're going to be going to be doing some uh, football predictions. We got week zero. We got a total of five, actually six games. Uh, I added an extra game to, to uh, predict. Uh, we got five FBS games and then one FCS game game uh college game day they're going to the Alcorn State in North Carolina Central game game so we're going to be predicting that as well I'll I'll talk a little bit about it later how I'm going to be doing predictions this year this year uh we're also going to be uh predicting the my preseason champs champs who I think is going to win each conference this year year uh we got a couple stories to talk about going on with COVID in the in college football football hopefully nothing goes wrong with wrong nothing goes wrong this year but there's unfortunately still a chance and we've seen it over the past week week that COVID's still a thing hopefully it doesn't affect our games like last year but still we we still gotta pay attention so so also we're gonna be checking out the the AP pool. Uh, I'm gonna be giving my predictions on that, and or not predictions my my thoughts on it. Do I agree with it? Do I what I disagree with? And and yeah, that's everything we're gonna be talking about today. Today for week zero. Next week week we'll be doing week one predictions, and. Yeah, I'm excited. College football is back, baby. So the first thing we're going to do on the podcast today is is uh, predict every every conference, uh, every, MAC, ACC, SEC, all the conferences. Says, and I'm gonna say who I think is gonna win that conference this year. And then I'm also gonna list one sleeper, a team I think that could that could win it, win it. Uh, they're not my top pick, but I wouldn't be surprised, or you shouldn't be sleeping on them. I guess this is the way to say it. So, so in some of these, some of these, you might say, "Well, that team's not a sleeper." Uh, what I'm going off is going off of is if a team's not favored, I consider them a sleeper because some some of the conferences, and I try not to pick the top two or three favorites. But some conferences, like, it, you pretty much had no choice. So, so yeah, and I'm, I'm going to give a quick reason why, why I'm, I'm trying to keep this a little bit short. So, so yeah, let's, let's get to it. Uh, so, the first conference we have is the American Conference. Uh, who do I think is going to win it? I, I'm going with Cincinnati. Now, now Cincinnati, I don't think's going undefeated this year, or, or at least before the playoffs, playoffs. If they make the playoffs, they they have to go undefeated to make the playoffs, playoffs. But, but they have a a tough schedule this year, and I think they're gonna fall off a little bit. Still, be good enough to win the conference, conference, and they might go undefeated in the conference, but. 
but overall record, I'm not sure if they will. And to determine who goes to the conference championship, it goes by your conference record. So even if you went eight and or you went zero and four in your non-conference games, you go eight and zero in your conference games or nine, whatever, depending how many you have, uh, you you are still the top seed. So. So yeah, I think Cincinnati's going to win. My sleeper team, and they're not truly a sleeper, is UCF. They got Gus Malzone coming there. I think he's going to help that team a lot. lot. UCF, they were already pretty decent last year. Not on the level of Cincinnati, but they were still a a really good team. They got Dylan Gabriel, one of the best quarterbacks in college football right now. Now, uh, he's going to do do a lot for UCF this year, and maybe he can do enough to get them a win when to win the American Conference. So, so uh, they're my sleeper team. They have the second best odds. So, so you might not call them a sleeper team, but but I'm calling a sleeper team team if if they aren't favored to win. Okay, next we got the uh the the ACC. See, uh, the favorites, Clemson. It's been Clemson since, like, 2014, since Florida State won the championship. It's been Clemson every year, pretty much, So to win it. So I think I think they're easily going to win the, the Atlantic, or the Atlantic Coastal Conference, ACC. Uh, and then my sleeper is Miami. I wanted to go with North Carolina. North Carolina, but but I, I I'm I'm con- a little concerned with their team. Sam Howell, I'm not concerned with. I think he's gonna do great. My only concern is is if if the offense can get going, going Sam Howell. Yeah, obviously he's a great quarterback, as I just said. But but they lost uh, Daz Newsom who was their leading receiver last year. Year uh they lost Michael Carter. He was a great running back. He went to the to the New York Jets. Jets. Uh and then they they lost lost uh, Jamonte Williams. And they also lost Diami Brown. I, I forgot about him too. He yeah, those four guys were were a huge part of North Carolina's offense, along with Sam Howell. Howell, all four of them are gone. Uh, they did pick up Ty Chandler. He was a he was a pretty solid running back for Tennessee. See, so I think he's gonna help out. Uh, and then their lane receiver is is a Curfee Curfee Brown. Last year he had fifteen receptions for three hundred thirty seven yards and two touchdowns. Downs at pretty solid numbers. Uh, he was the third re- leading receiver. So, but but yeah, I I think there's just concerns. I'm, I'm trying to trying to go through this a little bit quick. So, so I I, I have concerns. Derek King, I I am a little concerned about his injury, and I don't think they're gonna be Bama, but I I do think. They, that they can win the that they can win the ACC. The question is, 
can they beat Clemson? I don't know if they can. Same thing with North Carolina. Both of them, luckily, they don't play them this year. Miami, only challenge, I think, on their schedule is, well, obviously, North Carolina, but then Alabama. So, so but I think Derrick King is going to do well this year. And Miami is my sleeper team, but I, I, I would go with Clemson. Uh, Big 12, I'm going with Iowa State as my... As my projected winner, uh, I was thinking about Oklahoma. Only pr- problem is, is I have is if with uh, Oklahoma is Spencer Rattler. Now, now, what I mean by that is, is just the way he started last year. Yes, it was his first season. I completely understand that, but, but he didn't look that good and then he literally got benched in a game and then they brought and then he came back out and he played amazing don't get me wrong but but I, I like Iowa State I like what Matt Campbell's doing there they have a they're returning pretty much their whole team and I and I think they're they have a great chance to win the Big 12 this year but they gotta be Oklahoma and I think they, I think they will. And then my sleeper team's gonna be TCU. Uh, uh, last year, had they, they were, they weren't the best, best weren't the worst team. Team, I think they went, went uh like six and six, six or five and four or something like that. Six and four, six and four. That's they went six and four. Uh, they lost a close game to Iowa State. Uh, they got beat badly by Oklahoma. Uh, and then West Virginia, they couldn't put up any points. But I think their team's going to improve this year. They have Zach Evans. He was the five-star running back. Running back, uh, he's he's going to be a good player for them, I think. Uh, they got Max Duggan returning. Turning. Uh, this year, though, he can't be the... The lean rusher last year, last year he was, was but Zach Evans I think is gonna do really well this year. Year uh they have. Uh, Quinn Johnson coming back, back he had uh, just under five hundred yards last year. Here eighteen return starters at TCU, I think it's gonna be a sleeper team and in a team to watch this year. A uh, Big Ten, uh Ohio State there's. There's not a whole lot of questions. Actually, well, I, there are questions, but I think they'll end up being fine. Fine. Quarterback, uh, we have to wait and see how uh, uh, Stroud plays, but I think I think they're going to be fine. Uh, and then my sleeper team is going to be Wisconsin. Graham Mertz, uh, he looked great before he got COVID last year. And he only played in two games before that, I think. So, so that's not a large sample size, but he definitely showed his potential. If he can live up to his potential, Wisconsin, they can be, be a pretty good team this year, sure. And, and I think they actually play Ohio State this year. So that, that's going to be an interesting game. They actually, no, they don't. They play, they would play in the Big Ten Championship again. So... 
So, but I, Wisconsin, I think it's going to be the second best team or third best team. It's going to be up there. Uh, Conference USA, I'm going with UTSA. I think they had the second or third best odds. Uh, I really like like uh, th- their team this year. Here they're they're gonna dominate the Conference USA. Hey, their quarterback. Their, uh, their starting quarterback this year, Frank Harris, Jr. He he was pretty solid last year. Year in a he played in set in in a twelve games he had he had a I I think yeah he had like sixteen hundred yards twelve touchdowns six interceptions two to one ratio is not too not bad bad and then they have their running back uh sincere McCormick he's a he's a great running back he had uh, like fit, just under fifteen hundred yards last year. 11 touchdowns. He's he's going to be a great running back for UTSA and I think uh both of them can get UTSA uh a a championship at least in their conference year. So so that's the who I think is going to win. And then Western Kentucky, uh they signed signed uh, Bailey Zappi. He was a quarterback at Houston Baptist last year. Uh, I think they were playing Texas Tech. Man, that and actually, and then I forgot who they played before. But that that kid can play. He's gonna be a a really good quarterback for Western Kentucky this year. And because of that, I think they have a chance to win to win the conference USA last year. I think they finished third in the conference. Uh, they struggled on offense, but Zappy he's gonna help improve that offense. Uh, and then the Mac. I'm going with Buffalo. Yeah, yes, they lost their coach, but I think they have a lot of returning players. They did lose Jared Patterson, though. I'll say admit that. I will admit that, but I think they can they can get back to the MAC championship and win it this year. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, and then my sleepers: Kent State, Dustin Crum. He's gonna he's a really solid quarterback. I think with him they can uh, they can uh, win the win the MAC. This year, uh, Mountain West, Nevada, they have Carson Strong, one of the top quarterbacks this year, and I think, and I think, think uh, that they are going to win the Mountain West, take over, uh, Boise State spot, spot they lost Brian Harson, but they still have some solid players this year, so, so maybe Boise State still wins it, but it'd be nice to see someone else win it, and I think Nevada can, with Carson Strong. And then my sleepers, San Jose State. State. Uh, I think last year I think they won the the won the Mountain West. West with uh, Nick Starkle. And like yeah yes last year it was a crazy year so, but but the, he looked pretty good there and I'm excited to see what he can do this year, for for the Spartans. Uh, they actually they play uh, this weekend so so against uh, Southern Utah they should win that game but but uh, it's ex- I'll I'll definitely be watching Nick Starkle play and then and then uh, next we got the Pac twelve I'm going with USC 
see, I'm, I'm trying to keep this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through this quickly. Uh, I, I was trying to keep this segment under ten minutes. I'm a little bit over right now, but but USC, I'm going with with or for the Pac-12, I'm going with USC. <laughs> Sorry about that. And then with Keaton Slovis, I think their team's gonna be a lot better this year, or they better be because uh, Clay Helton might be on the hot seat. And then sleepers, Arizona State. Uh, last year they were a big sleeper team. COVID happened. They didn't get to play that many games, games. Uh, but but this year I think they're going to be a lot better with a full season. And then SEC, we we know it's going to be Bama. They're the favorite, and I'm picking Bama. My sleepers, Georgia. Yes, I know they might not be a full sleeper either because they most likely will win the East, but. But I would say they're the next best team. Texas A&M, I'm just concerned about Hayes King. Defense and Isaiah Spiller, I'm not too worried about. But Haynes King, I just need to see a little bit more. More. So. So, and then Sunbelt, I'm going with Louisiana. Uh, I really, I really like, like what they're doing there with, um, Uh, with uh, Billy Napier. Yeah, Billy Napier. I really like what he's doing there. There the past few years. The, they went 11-3, and 10-1. And they have 20 returning starters. Levi Lewis is back this year. And I think they're going to be a great team again. We'll see if Billy Napier stays. But but he's going to be a, gr- a good player for them. Or, or I mean, coach. Coach. Yeah, he's been a gr- great coach for them. Now my sleeper team's... South Alabama, yes, yeah, they're. I think they were near the bottom. Uh, they, they have, they have Jake Bentley. He yes, he was at South Carolina, then he went to Utah, and he's now here. And I think he's gonna do well there. Uh, and then they have, uh, arguably the best receiver in the state of Alabama. Honestly, I, I, I think this might be true. A lot of people will be like, oh, it's Mechie. Because he's at Bama, and nothing against Mechie, but uh, this, but but I think the best receiver is Jalen Tolbert. He he had sixty four receptions, at ten thousand yards, eight touchdowns last year. In eleven games, and I think he's he's might be the best receiver, or at least top two. In the state of Alabama. So those are my preseason predictions. Since for this year, hopefully I'm right. I'll I'll be checking on them every week, and we'll see. And by the end of the year, we'll see was I right, was I wrong. That's that's always the fun part to see. So moving on, we're going to be doing my week zero predictions and. And I'm going to explain how I'm going to do them this year. This year, uh, we're still going to be doing the top 25 matchups. The AP poll, poll until the college football player comes out. That's going to stay the same. But but this year, I'm going to be having having a guest every week to, to predict the games. Uh, so this week, I got one of my friends, friends uh, Jake Smith. Smith, uh, he's an Alabama fan. He helped me with my predictions this week. This week he came on. Uh, 
So, so I'm going to be keeping track of of my picks this year. I'm going to be keeping track of my Instagram's picks this year. See how Instagram does. If, uh, if you want to be if you want to be part of the, my Instagram to do predictions, uh, follow me at footballjames17 on Instagram. So I'll be posting a poll every Friday or Thursday about 24 hours in advance of a, of a top 25 game. And then we'll be doing... And then also, yeah, I'll be doing my predictions. Yeah, the guests... And then Instagram. And then I'm going to be also predicting all the other games. I'm not going to sit here and go through 120 games or 60 or 70 games. I'm not going to be doing that. So, so because I know some of you guys, you don't, you don't really care about some group of five games or something. So, but I, well, I, I do, but, but I know some of you guys don't. So I'm only going to be talking about the AP games this year. And yeah, so let's let's get into the to the to the predictions with Jake Smith. So moving on on football talk with Freddie, we're gonna be doing our predictions today. And today I got a special guest. I got the goat, Jake Smith. How are you doing today, Jake? How are you I'm doing? doing great, football James. How are you doing? Uh pretty good. So today you're gonna be my uh, guest picker, you're going to be guessing all the week zero games. Uh, we only have five this week. So, are you ready? Of course I am. Okay, let's start off with the first game. We got the Nebraska Cornhuskers taking on the Illinois Fighting Illini. Who do you t- who do you have in this game? I have Nebraska. I just don't think Brett, whatever his last name, Bealing him or whatever. Brett Bealing. Yeah, I don't think he'll get Illinois going this early in the season. I think Scott Frost is coming for revenge and also his job. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely on the hot seat. seat uh, and a loss to Illinois is, is not going to help him. So I think Nebraska is going to win. Uh, for the second game, we got the UConn Huskies taking on the Fresno State Bulldogs. Who do you have? Oh, I have Fresno State. UConn is barely a D1 football team at this point, and I frankly think Fresno State's going to just blow them out. Yeah, I think Fresno State's going to win too. UConn, they haven't played football in two years. Last year, they didn't even play at all. And I, I think Fresno State's going to kill them. I think they're a 27-point favorite or something like that, and I believe it, so... Yeah, for uh, sure. there you can go. I was just gonna, yeah, for sure. I was just gonna say, like, I really just don't think UConn's even gonna be a good opponent for anyone this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they play Vanderbilt later, but I think even Vanderbilt's too good for them. So yeah. Uh, the third game we have today is the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors taking on the UCLA Bruins. Who do you have in this game? It's a pretty interesting game, but I think I'd have to go with uh, UCLA here. I just don't think Hawaii's got the firepower right now. Like, they don't have Cole McDonald, 
Slee anymore. I don't know who the quarterback is right now, but I just think UCLA will blow them out. Yeah, I, I think UCA, UCLA has this in the bag. Um, uh, Chip Kelly, uh, what's his, I think it's his third year. He he needs to get UCLA at least to a bowl game this year. So yeah, and I, I think with the win to win in week zero. Yeah. Uh, the fourth game we have today is, or on Saturday is uh, UTEP versus New Mexico State. Who do you have in this game? I have New Mexico State in this game. You're taking the Aggies. Yep. 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 Uh, they played uh, earlier this spring, actually. They they were playing, I think, Tarleton State, State and they lost that game. Uh, New Mexico State wasn't looking that good. I'm going with UTEP uh, just because uh, they have a lot more experience. New Mexico State only has three returning players from that spring roster. So, Oh, wow. So, yeah. And then the last game we got uh, Southern Utah taking on San Jose State. Who do you have in that game? I am going to take the Mountain West champions, San Jose State. Going with the Spartans. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, they have Nick Starkle coming back for another season. He looked great last year. Uh, I, th- I think they're going to oh, yeah. win. Sure. And then we got one more game to pick. We got the Alcorn, Alcorn State taking on uh, North Carolina Central. Who do you think is going to win that game? Um, I think North Carolina Central is going to win that game, Paul James. You think so? I think so. Yeah. Uh, that's where college game day is going to be this week. I, I'm i going with uh, the Al- Alcorn State in that game. Is this game being played well, thank in you. Well, it's uh It's being played in Atlanta. That's what I thought. So, yeah. So, I think it's for, like, the Celebration Bowl or something like that. Oh, really? So, so yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Jake, for joining the podcast today. Oh, thanks for having me on. Uh, no problem. Uh, hopefully, you can join another week with uh, more games to pick. Week zero, there's only, like, five games to pick. So, so but I'll be happy to have you back another time. Uh, can't wait, football, James. So the next thing that we are going to talk about on the podcast today is is the alliance, the new alliance in college football, and and the new alliance is going to be is going to be three conferences working together. They're not. There's sounds like they're still going to be separate separate conferences but they're going to be working together it's going to be the american or i mean the acc the the pac-12 and the big 10 they're all all three conferences are going to be working together they're going to be scheduling games together pretty much it seems like a plan to take over college football they a lot of people aren't happy with the sec expanding even more adding oklahoma texas 
and and it seems like the ACC, Big Ten, and the Pac-12 are trying to come to a to an alliance to try to keep the power or let, or prevent the SEC from getting even more power. So so there's still going to be separate conferences. Uh, I think I think they're going to be scheduling each other for non-conference games now. For other sports, it makes sense. But for football, I don't know if they will. Well, and the pro- problem is is due to teams scheduling 15 years in advance. <laughs> but some teams, they, they're scheduled like through 2032 or something like that. That I, I don't even know. But, but teams are scheduling so far in advance. And then they're trying to do this. This and and are they going to agreement where you where only where they're only going to schedule against each other? Is that for non conference games? Is that how it's going to work? Because if that's how it's going to work, then uh, some teams are going to have to to cancel games and and typically in those contracts there's buyout fees fees or something so. So, like, say Ohio State, they wanted to play Akron, Akron, and and now because of this agreement, uh, they have to play NC State or Clemson, Clemson. Uh, they will have to pay a little buyout fee, fee to Akron, and in a way that's though this group of five schools will be making money, and same with the FCS. But the thing, and I know a lot of teams a lot of college football fans do not like those matchups i'm not a fan of them either but i i do understand from a money standpoint it gives you a free win it does help you in recruiting sort of because you get one more win and it it does help you or it does help you a little bit it gives you a warm-up game but for the college football fans they don't really want to see those games so so but for those yeah for the fcs and group of five teams they're gonna have to make money playing each other instead of relying on on scheduling big teams just to get beat by 70 so so that's going to be a little bit interesting so the next storyline that we have have is and i know people are tired of this but unfortunately, it's still a thing. Is COVID? So Hawaii, uh, the the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, uh, they've already announced that for the next month, they that they won't be having fans in in attendance for games, and also uh, some other schools. Schools, I think Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State, State have been requiring vaccinations now for now for students and to go to football games lsu has also announced that you have to be vaccinated or you have to get a covid test test so that's going to be a little bit interesting georgia announced that they aren't doing anything everyone's doing things different i'm not here to say what's right what's wrong that's not what i'm here i'm just giving you the information but it's gonna definitely be an interesting year like is this gonna affect some people going to games games is it going to 
be a pro- problem. Uh, the debate between schools, it, it's it's going to be a, be a weird year. And not just that, that with the stadiums, like I'm glad to see full stadiums again. Again, it's it's a great thing to see. See, that's the one thing I did miss out on last year is full stadiums. Stadiums uh, for my freshman year of college. So, so I'm hoping everything works out this year where we still have full stadiums and and hopefully, hopefully, uh, again, we, we still have a week and a half before football's back and things can change at any moment. But, and I'm not trying to sound negative or anything, but I'm just telling you that's just how things work work things are changing at every every minute every second so 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 but another thing to pay attention to is is the coaches brian harson he he's a coach at auburn he came here from boise state he already tested positive for covid and he's going to be out out for a while but he'll be back before the start of the season uh i think i think he tested positive last Thursday, so, and I think they said 10 days, so he'll be back, I think, Saturday or Sunday, he'll be back before the first game, luckily, but, but they've, they've been having a little COVID outbreak, it sounds like, uh, the defensive coordinator, Derek Mason, also tested positive, and, and here's the, here's the thing, I'm not here, a scientist, tell you what to do or anything, I'm not here to encourage you or disencourage you. I'm not here to say say it, but just from the information I do know, no, they said, uh, so here's why I want some people to understand. If you're vaccinated, that doesn't mean you're 100% protected from COVID. COVID, it it helps you with your effects, but I'm I'm not here to say it. It helps with the effects, so it won't be as bad as it would be unvaccinated. At least that's what they say. They say. And but as we've seen, even if you're vaccinated you can still get COVID. Supposedly there's a smaller chance, so if you get a vaccine you have a smaller chance, but there's still a chance chance and and that's the thing thing. We're still seeing it right now and especially when games start start and going towards the winter is that is it going to be worse who 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 knows we'll have to wait and see but but i i hope the coaches are fine and everything same thing with players that get it it's it's not going to be a full it's not going to be a, a regular year yet it's it sounds like things will be better for the most part than last year like we'll still have full stadiums for the most part or at least at this moment we will but but covid that's still definitely a concern for the teams teams in this year there's all the conferences pretty much have decided you if you can't play you forfeit if both teams can't play then it doesn't count but but if you can't play then it's a forfeit that's not gonna be good and I hope this doesn't happen, but another thing I'm curious about is 
how's it going to work for the college football playoffs? Now, are they going to go off who they think would have won that game, even though they technically have a loss? Like, I think it's going to have a bigger effect on more on the conference standings than than just the conference standings than just the the college football playoffs because the college football playoffs it it's not just about your record your record does matter but if you lose a game because of a forfeit i i don't think it will have an effect though it might i think it depends on the opponent now like say alabama versus a&m that makes things interesting now if it was alabama versus um southern mississippi Mississippi, I think they played this year, then they probably would just ignore it. You know, they'd be like, oh, and Alabama probably would have won that game anyway. So, so, but it's going to be an interesting year. Hopefully we have no problems, but, but as we've seen so far, there's still a chance there's, there could be problems. Hopefully we don't. I'm just ready to, I just want football to be back here already. And so we can enjoy it. So the last thing we're going to do on the podcast today is talk about the AP poll. So the AP poll, if you don't know what it is, pretty much you talk. You pretty much have 62 sports writers and broadcasters that that were picked picked to to rank their top 25 teams and then and then pretty much what they do is they do a point system. If you're ranked number 1, you get 25 points. If you're ranked number Two twenty four, and you count down, down, and then they add up all the points, and then that's how they determine the rankings. So, so everyone, what I like about it, about it is everyone gets like their own little opinion, opinion. Yeah. So this person, it's kind of like the college football playoff, but like with more people. College football playoff only has I think thirteen people, so. So if other people have different ones, then then like it has a bit bigger change. This one branch, it's what everyone agrees on. So so yeah, uh, let's go. Number one's Alabama. Not surprised, and they they probably deserve it. Number two's Oklahoma. I I think Oklahoma could be good this year, but I as I said earlier, I'm going with Iowa State with. At the champion, but number two, I'm not mad about it. Number three, Clemson, same thing. Uh, they're going to be up there. Pretty much every year, it's going to be Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, and probably Oklahoma or Georgia, pretty much or, or Notre Dame. Like between so like those like five or six schools, they they're going to be in the top four almost every year. Uh, number four, yeah, number four is Ohio State. State new quarterback, but they're returning uh, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Uh, five Georgia, bringing back J T Daniels. Uh, week six or number six is Texas A M, and really good defense. Questions at quarterback. Number seven Iowa State. State perfect ranking for them. Number eight Cincinnati. I think it's a good ranking for them. Number nine Notre Dame. I guess for the preseason, it's not bad. But I don't think Notre Dame's going to do that well this year. Maybe they surprised me. Brian Kelly surprised me, but I don't think they're going to do that well. So, 
But I guess for the preseason, it's it's not bad. Number 10, North Carolina. Yeah, same thing. There's, well, yeah, question marks. Uh, can the team succeed, succeed after losing their top two receivers and top two running backs? Uh, number 11 is Oregon. Oregon, we didn't get to see a whole lot of them last year. So, so it's going to be interesting. Number 12, Wisconsin. Yeah, they were they had a COVID outbreak last year. So, yeah, we'll see what they can do. 13, Florida. Uh, they lost some guys. Guys, so can, can they win the SEC East again? We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Can Emory Jones lead them? Uh, lead the Florida Gators to the SEC championship again and then win. And number 14, Miami. Miami, I would say that's a pretty good ranking. Ranking, like, there's some, still some question marks. But at the same time, I think they do have a lot of potential. Uh, 15, USC. Same thing, like Miami. Question marks, and they also didn't play that many games last year. 17, Indiana, or 16, LSU. You didn't have the best year last year, at least for their standards. And and they also lost uh, Miles Brennan, who was projected to be the starter. So they're going with Max Johnson. He played five games last year. He was all right. We'll have to wait and see how he and see how he does this year. Seventeen Indiana. Uh, Michael Penix is going to be back. Can he and Tom Allen uh, lead Indiana to a Big Ten championship and beat Ohio State? We'll, we'll wait and see. Uh, number eighteen Iowa. T- this team always seems to go. Eight and four, nine and three, just somewhere in that range. Range. Uh, uh, number nineteen, Penn State. Uh, they didn't have the best year last year. Can James Franklin and the team bounce back? Number twenty, Washington. Uh, uh, we didn't see them a whole lot last year. Twenty one, Texas. Brand new coach. Can Steve Sark bring Texas back? I don't think. And just my opinion. Yeah, you shouldn't be. Be expecting him to bring him back, at least right now. Can he later, like bring bring Texas back to where they were? Maybe we'll we'll wait and see. But but this first year, I I don't I don't see him winning more than eight games. Uh, number twenty two is Coastal Carolina. They brought a lot of players back. So so let's see. Can they have another miracle season? Number twenty three, Louisiana. They went ten and three and eleven and one or ten and one, one or eleven and one last year. Can they do that again? Uh, and actually beat Coastal this year. Last year that was their only loss. Uh, twenty four Utah. Can the Utes get back to winning the Pac twelve? Twelve and twenty five Arizona State. That was my, that was the big sleeper team last year, but we didn't get to see a whole lot of them. So yeah, that's the AP poll. Poll. Um, um, I'm gonna be doing predictions for next week for week one for uh, all the teams that that have a game. I well actually all of them have a game, but so I think there's 21 games. The only ranked games I think are Georgia, Clemson, uh, I Penn State, Iowa. And, or maybe it's Wisconsin, Penn State. 
State, and then Indiana, Iowa, I think something like that. Uh, Texas, Louisiana, yeah. I, I think those are all the ranked versus ranked games next week. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited. College football is back, baby. So I just wanted to wrap up this episode. So um, I'm, I, I wanted to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Again, as always, I, I really appreciate the support. I'm glad college football is back this year. Last year, we were concerned if we would even have it. We did have it, sort of. Sort of. We Most teams did. Most teams played at least two games. But, but hey, this year, hopefully... We don't have any problems, but yeah, I'm I'm still excited for the season. Can't I'm tired of everyone saying, "Oh, our team's gonna be good. Our team's gonna be good." Let's let's let the players and the teams show it on the field who's gonna be good. Not not all this. Oh, we think think stuff. Think we're gonna be good. So, but like, yeah, I know everyone's just excited to see what their team can do. So, so again, yeah, thank you very much listening to the podcast and i will be back on monday with with a recap of all the games games and then on wednesday wednesday i'm gonna be doing my predictions predictions because uh thursday there's there's some a lot of games games actually some ranked teams so we're gonna do that and yeah uh, go Bills and Hale State. And have a great weekend.